everybody, and welcome to episode 41 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. And as it has been for a while now, Randy Cash is way over there in computer land. Hey, how are you? How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. One of these days, we'll actually get back to recording live and in person. I feel like, you know, we're moving towards this uh, reopening of the world, so we shall yeah. see. It's, it's a coming soon to a theater near you. Yeah, or a Zoom feed. Or Zoom feed, right, yeah. right, right. Absolutely. No, this has worked really well, though. I like it. It's allowed us to continue the pro- the podcast as well as, you know, get the video stuff kind of figured out. Right. So, anyways, my dog thinks I'm talking to her. She's ah. decided to come join us. Awesome. Right, go lay down, baby. You're all right. <laughs> we'll have to start the whole video thing all over again when you come in studio. Are you though. serious? It's going to be all different? Yeah, because now I it's on I guess it would Zoom. have to be. Yeah, I just record right. the Zoom feed now. Right. Oh, that's funny. It no, is. I hear you. It's all good. Technology, man. Yeah, it is. It's kind of fun. It, it's allowed, you know, it's allowed people to kind of find new ways to connect. And I like the convenience of being able to just go, hey, you want to record today? All right, let's do it. And we just we hit the ground running. It's kind of nice. It's working for us. So, um, yeah, I'll take it. It is. It is. It's a bonus. It's a plus. <laughs> it's a win. Always take it. It is, right? Yeah, I was reflecting earlier today. So, you know, I have been in the midst of my launch of my relationship communication workshop. And I think I was talking last week or the week before about how there's like, you know, different levels of people can do like the small version, the medium version, or like the big, you know, the big version of things. And it's, it's kind of awesome, though, because it's allowing me to, you know, this whole technology thing reach people in a different way. And I tell you what, though, technology can make you want to strangle somebody or something. And oh, my gracious, it seemed like every time I would put something into the system, be like, okay, we're going to launch it. And then it like wouldn't work. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm trying to stay calm. I'm trying to use me on me and not freak out. (laughs) But hey, we are all live and functioning now. So it's all good. Beautiful. Yeah, I bought some new stuff over here in the studio and uh trying to get it all worked out i don't know we'll see how it goes yeah it's kind of that you know i try to remember you know you're never as stuck as you think you are and although that's true in you know relationships and communication land it's also true in you know working as an entrepreneur land where you know sometimes you try things and you may try a bunch of things and not all of it's gonna work and that's okay you know I look at all of the the ways that I have attempted to launch this workshop and, you know, I went through a number of like iterations of things and, you know, tried a, a variety of processes and was able to finally get, you know, some really good feedback from people that had gone through it of like what was working for them, what wasn't. And then it just kind of became a process of implementation. So I guess if anything, the lesson from that is that it is always okay to just keep moving forward. You know, something doesn't work. You hit the reset button, you try again. And again, not only is that applicable to business life, but it's also, I think, just applicable to the whole topic of the workshop, which is relationship communication and learning how to either improve it, maybe to, you know, set a whole new foundation of what that's going to look like, or just to learn some new ways of communicating with your significant other so that it doesn't feel like, you know, you're having unproductive uh, conversation or that it, you know, it, it's deeper and it's more meaningful and it's got a lot more um, feelings of connectivity. So uh, are you putting in a lot of work getting this thing going or what? 
I am. I am. It's been, it's been a lot of fun though. It really has been. So I have it set up now to where people have the option to just, if they just want to download my relationship communication guide, fabulous. That is my gift to you. Download it, love it, enjoy it, use it, do whatever you want to do. And then from there, there's an option that if they want to sign up for like a little small version of the workshop, they get a series of videos from me that is basically telling them how to take that guide and really dig into the implementation of it. So it's more than just a, you know, a five page guide that they can read through. They get some interactive, you know, videos from me helping them understand how to apply those topics. Then if they decide that they really want to dig into even deeper levels of relationship best practices and learning how to, you know, really go to that deeper level outside of just the basic communication, there's an option to dig in even deeper. And then from there, if someone says, you know, we've gone through all of the steps, but we really would like some one-on-one like interaction with you, can we do that? Absolutely, that's an option. So there's a variety of ways for people to kind of consume the the material and go through it at their own pace. But then also, if they feel like they get stuck or they're needing a bit of additional support, there's also a way to get that. So I'm I'm really excited about how it's all come together. It, like I said last weekend, I basically all I did was play around with the the workshop configuration and trying to figure out exactly how I wanted it to like show up in the world. And, you know, if I do this for a while and I realize that maybe certain things are working and other things aren't working for people, I will tweak it because what did I say? You're never as stuck as you think you are. Absolutely. Yeah. I got to keep trying new things. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes technology is good and it helps things, makes things simpler. Sometimes they make things that's supposed to make things simpler and it just becomes a whole <laughs> brand new headache all together, but you, you know, you're right. Yeah. It's like you're there. There's always something to learn. You know, I, I attended a really interesting training, um, you know, cause I'm always trying to, you know, further my knowledge about stuff and expose myself to different points of view and went to a training last summer. And that was a really interesting lesson. You know, it was this idea that if all we ever do is stay in the zone of what we know, then we're missing a whole lot of stuff because the path of learning what you don't know is first recognizing that maybe you don't know everything. Like maybe you need to look outside of the zone of what you do know, or maybe you need to look for a new way to do the same thing so that you're not just, you know, constant input of the same thing, hoping for a different outcome, but rather you're tweaking some stuff or you're changing some stuff and you're allowing yourself to actually process through it in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. I try to learn new stuff all the time, which Mm -hmm. I have been with everything that's been going on lately in the world Mm -hmm. with, you know, us doing like the podcast via the Zoom. I had to work on the fly and learn new stuff immediately. A lot of YouTube videos, man. It's amazing what you can figure out how to do on YouTube though, isn't it? It really is that whole like YouTube university, you know, um, which, hey, I like the fact that, you know, you can go on there and find some really great info. Now, my my whole little, you know, soapbox on the whole thing is that you do want to make sure you validate your sources. You know, I mean, I go back to like that thing you learned in high school, like check your source, know where the source is coming from, because not everybody has every answer to every question. But I do think there's a lot of really great info out there. And you just have to kind of be willing to do the, the work of, of learning and kind of developing your thought processes and tr- 
like I said, trying to figure out what you don't know, you know, I think that's even applicable to all of the stuff we see going on, like in the world with, you know, protesting and, you know, changing dynamics of how we relate to one another and trying to understand, you know, deeper levels of where someone's coming from. If we always kind of like that, if nothing changes, nothing changes, you know, we talked about that on last week's podcast, that it's important to really try to understand what people are trying to communicate rather than just dismissing outright what they're saying or, you know, what someone that is feeling oppressed or not listened to what they're really saying. You, you got to dig into that message, you know? So as much as the communication tips and tricks that I put out there are very applicable to romantic relationships I've also spent the last couple of weeks trying to tie it into current events, you know, letting people in my Instagram stories kind of get some tidbits and like mini versions. They get like little 60 second live trainings from me, essentially, where I'm just explaining like how to take concepts like empathy, how to have courageous conversations, how to actually talk about the things that matter so that we're not glossing over it or we're not trying to sweep it under a rug, that we're actually looking at it and trying to figure out what changes need to be made. How can we, you know, learn to do better? And I think that's really the key to the whole thing, being open to learning and changing. But that's hard. Good communication, I feel, is something that works well everywhere in all of your <laughs> relationships, you know. That's just what I found. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as much as I, I wish sometimes I could just reach all of the people all at one time, that would be awesome. You know, it's like I, I know that there are certain segments that are going to resonate more with, you know, the messages that I'm sharing. And I just want people to know that it's like, you know, the, the concepts of relationship communication sometimes also applies to just the relationships we have in life, you know, be it with friends or acquaintances or family or, you know, uh, people that we thought we knew and maybe we're learning things about them that we didn't quite know. And it can be really easy sometimes to be very uh, emotionally reactive. Someone says something in a social media platform that we don't agree with, or maybe we don't share that same view. And it's so easy to just get reactionary and be like, nope, blocking you, done with you, get out of my life. And I'm not telling you that you shouldn't do that if you if that feels right to you. But the way I approach it is that I try to, you know, to understand where someone's coming from, even if I don't agree with their stance on something. And then I try to use my own empathy skills to say, okay, can I put myself in their shoes? Can I understand why they feel the way that they feel, even if I don't agree? And I feel like that whole skill of empathy, you know, it, it takes practice and it's not easy because as a, like, just as people, we tend to react emotionally before we really pause and stop and think, how do I really want to respond to this situation? And going back to that checklist of, does this need to be said? Does this need to be said right now or does it even need to be said by me at all? You know, and sometimes that's helpful because I feel like it's easy, especially in social media land to just real quick, like, you know, type our feelings out into a really like hate filled or, you know, emotionally emotional filled uh, message. And then get to like walk away, you know, like, oh, no, I said what I said. And then I'm I'm walking away. Uh, a good friend of mine calls that being an emotional pigeon. 
Uh. You fly in, you poop all over everything, and then you fly away. And you're not having to sit there and deal with whatever like the aftermath is or the reactions from other people or even really worrying how your words might affect someone else. And so that's really all empathy is, is it's just learning to pause and reflect and try to see something from someone else's point of view, you know? Drive-by trolling, that's what it is. Drive-by trolling, I like it. Okay, yeah, it is, because it's like, you know, that's the other thing to keep in mind, you know? We often, if we were face-to-face with someone, we we tend to have a bit more, you know, um, what's the word, kindness or at least tactfulness where we're willing to kind of like we see the person, we're making eye contact with the person. We're not necessarily just gonna, you know, fly off and say something that might be really hurtful. I'm sure some people might. I'm not saying that it never happens, but I think the whole like anonymity or the the feeling of almost like empowerment that comes from being behind a screen, be it a phone or a computer or whatever, sometimes lends itself to not being the most effective way of communicating. So I'm just trying to help people improve their communication. It's a big task, but I'm up for it. I think it's possible. If you aren't, and when you're face to face with somebody, there's a level of accountability you must face when you start running your mouth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do. I do. It's like it, it's not as easy to just like, you know, say something really hurtful or hateful and then not have any, you know, back and forth that comes from that unless you really do just run in, say what you got to say and then run away. And I think that's one of the things that I try to encourage, even like in couples and people that I work with, I'm like, you know, if you have to have more than like two or three normal size, and I mean by normal size, I mean just like short little like sentence or two text messages to get your point across, you need to at least be picking up the phone and having a phone call with somebody. Or if you can have a face-to-face meeting, great. If you can't, use some technological option, be it a FaceTime, you know, through your phone or a video chat or a Zoom meeting or whatever you got to do to be able to actually communicate, you know, in a way that's effective. And so it's just been a process. It's been a process of trying to figure out the best way to get this message out there. And I'm hoping that this communication workshop will definitely at least give people some tools that they can start using both in their romantic relationships and hopefully in just relationships in general in a bigger sense. I have found for me personally, like where I am currently with the person that I'm seeing, the more I try to have these courageous conversations, not that we're, we have problems or anything, but the easier it gets every time that we do it between the both of us, it gets easier. Mm -hmm. And it's, I'm like, I'm just astounded at how well the communication is going because I'm like checking myself. I'm thinking, okay, like I said, there were a few weeks ago, Hey, something came up and I, here are my old habits. Here's what I used to do. And I laid out, mm-hmm. here are the, all the bad th- things I would normally do in this situation. I would get distant and start getting resentful. And then, you know, I'll just mm-hmm. quit caring and quit coming around, but I don't want to do that. So mm-hmm. help me to not do that. And this is yes. why I'm upset. And it was real mm-hmm. simple and easy. It was a really, oh, I'm sorry, I, I thought you knew kind of thing. And it, it really was not as bad mm-hmm. as, it, as it could have been had I let yep. myself go down the old avenues. 
Absolutely. I think when we do let ourselves go down those avenues of assuming the worst or making some assumption about someone else's behavior or actions, when we do take this, take things personally or start to feel um, that resentment building, I think the more we let that build, the more fuel it becomes to allow you to almost feel, you know, disconnected or detached from or potentially empowered to act badly, right? Or to, to act in not a manner that you would really want to if you were given a choice. And I think, yeah, the more that we can, I I call it like clearing the mechanism, you know, the more that we can have those courageous conversations and really say, okay, hey, look, not trying to upset anything. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I really just need to get something off my chest or I need to say something or I need to ask for clarification because I don't want to assume that you meant to hurt my feelings or you said this thing that I don't agree with and now I'm over here you know, obsessing on it, right? Rather than doing that, like clearing that mechanism and allowing for more of that courageous conversation, it really does become a helpful thing. And it does get easier. It really does. I've even had couples come back after, you know, maybe we work on some stuff for a bit and then they go on about their way to try and implement the things we talk about. And I'll hear from them later. And they're like, you know, we're really surprised at how once we connected those dots and kind of flipped that switch into a different way of interacting, everything seemed to get so much easier. Like Mm -hmm. it, it was no longer as complicated as it once was because if our feelings are hurt regularly or we have a lot of resentment that builds up or we don't feel that we're being listened to or heard by our partner, it's going to feel real icky. You know, it's going to feel like all we do is think about where things aren't lining up and where we have problems and where we have issues. And so the more that we can stop just focusing on the problems in a relationship, the better everything is going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, Courageous conversation, the more you do, it just becomes simply having conversation, you know? Right, right. It's like the more that we can do that, the better. And (laughs) what the heck are you doing, man? We're recording a podcast here. Come on. Time is money. (laughs) Hey, you know what? (laughs) I'm cracking up right now. Oh, that's funny. Hey, we're keeping it real. This is this is real life. You're welcome. So anyways, but um, yeah, so that that's just where we are is that we're in the process of figuring out how to have healthy relationship communication and, you know, allowing people a platform to do that. So that's what I got for you today. That's where I am with things. Likewise, man, I've said <laughs> all I think I can say. No, right don't you true. love it I- but it is true i didn't mean to step on you but it is definitely true mm-hmm. the more you do that the easier it gets i am so amazed at how simple it has become to communicate with another person you know how i am with my sure absolutely yeah i'm just absolutely dumbfounded at how much easier it's become Absolutely. No, I totally hear what you're saying. I think it's a, it's a skill that we can practice and develop and it does get easier over time. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so I, um, Definitely would encourage people go to the links that are going to be in the description of this podcast and you'll be able to click on the relationship guide. You can opt in to get that free guide and then decide if you want to go through the other levels of the relationship communication workshop. And you're always welcome to reach out to me and let me know if you have any questions about this at all. Um, 
before I give all of that info, Mr. Cash, how can people follow you if they want to? If you wish to follow me and my silliness, you may do so at Cash Comedy on the Instagrams. Thank you. Okay, sounds good. If you want to follow along with all of the things I've got going on, go to lindsaywalden.com. There you're going to be able to find info about the blogs that I write, all past episodes of the podcast. You'll be able to look at all of the ways you can work with me, and you can get access to the, uh, the, the opt-in page for the Relationship Communication Guide. I do tons of free content on my Facebook page at Lindsay Walden Consulting or on my general Facebook at Lindsay Walden Therapy. I am also on Instagram at This Is Lindsay Walden. I am on Pinterest at Therapy Thoughts and TikTok at This Is Lindsay Walden. So I am kind of everywhere. You can find me, connect with me, send me a question, send me a message, whatever you got to do. Until next time, hope you are living the life of your dreams and working on your relationships, and we will be back next week with more.